Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to work for any industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks with you on this Saturday, on this Saturday afternoon. Um, and, uh, Needless to say, a very emotional Saturday afternoon. If uh, if you were like me, uh, didn't sleep much last night. Um, was was glued to the television and watching, and listening, and feeling, and hearing um, everything that we are going through as a nation, as a community. So um, around four o'clock this morning, I don't normally. Uh, I don't normally write show opens. Uh, I, I, some people feel that's, that's what you should do in regard to, to sports talk radio and, um, I just, I, I don't, but I did today. And I, I, I want to share my, my show open with you and, and kind of get this, this hour started. Um, I think this is going to be an emotional hour and that's okay. I think maybe, maybe that's exactly what the doctor ordered. Maybe that's a little bit of the medicine that we need on this Saturday afternoon after everything that we've really experienced the past few days in this country. Um, I'm coming to you again from the living room of my apartment um, with my five dogs who, uh, God bless them, are getting me, helping me get through this very trying time. Um, Ty is back in the studio in New York City and Kyrie is working the phones. So it's a three-person show today. Um. And, and this first hour, I have no guests this first hour. I want it to be us. I want to open up the phone lines, 800-919-3776. I want to hear from my listeners. I want to have, I, what I would love this hour is to have, um, good discussion, not a debate, not nothing that is, um, going to hurt or, insult or in, in respecting everybody's opinion and emotions. Amin Hassan is going to join us. Uh, he covers the NBA, obviously the NBA uh, making some uh, really big decisions this coming week and how they're going to restart the season. So Amin Hassan is going to join us. We'll get his take on where we are in society right now and some insight in regard to the NBA and a very dear friend of mine, Quarterback Sage Rosenfels was the backup quarterback, if you recall, for the Giants for, I want to say, two years. I think his stint was here, um, but is from the Minnesota area and actually was considering running for office in Minnesota and is just really, really tapped in in regard to the politics there and um, and a former athlete. So I, I, th- I thought it would be good to have him on, and he's going to join us on the show around 2 o'clock this afternoon. Obviously, Minnesota... Uh, Minneapolis, I should say, um, St. Paul, uh, where really is the epicenter of, of where this is all kind of um, taking place and, and obviously around the country. So this is what I wrote around three o'clock this morning. Um, I might get a little emotional. Um, and I think that's okay. I think it's okay if we're all a little emotional right now. Um. America, we are broken. We are a nation that has come undone. 
from the pandemic, lack, lack of hospital beds, frontline workers forced to work without masks, lack of respirators. I mean, we, we spent months agonizing. Wearing masks to me now has become more of a red and blue thing and not a protection from COVID-19 thing. At least in my experience. Over 100,000 people have died in the last two months due to the coronavirus. Our economy. One in four Americans have filed for unemployment. And this week, George Floyd echoed the last words of Eric Gardner. I can't breathe. As a police officer took his life with a knee to the back of his neck. Only days after three men, one a former cop, were arrested on charges of pursuing and killing Ahmad Arbery, who was just out for a run. And those three men initially not charged, by the way, for three full months on the grounds that their actions were legal under the state's self-defense laws. Friday, the man responsible for Floyd's death was charged with third-degree murder and second-degree manslaughter. But let's be honest. What we saw on that video was first-degree murder. And we watched it over and over and over again as the video seemed to play on a loop all day long, 24, 48 hours, ingrained in our memory now. And on top of that, the three other officers still right now, 12.09 on this Saturday afternoon, still have not been charged. America, we are broken. This pandemic has hit the minority community the hardest. The coronavirus has invaded black communities, making it more evident to us than ever the social inequities that have made African-Americans the most vulnerable to this disease. And it's sad. And this has created the most horrible storm. Let's be honest. A pandemic that preys on economic inequality, mass employment, black lives that seem to not matter, along with the lack of leadership and unity from our government has created the most really horrific storm for a summer that I am so frightened is going to create so much civil unrest. Many of us, we've been cooped up for two months. We're now in different spaces. Many of us are restless. Some have been unemployed. Many don't have the money to pay their rent. Many are angry. Many of us are frustrated. And let's be honest, I think it's realistic that we know that it's, uh, it's, it's, not, it's not going away anytime soon, and it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. So I say again, America, we are broken. Whether you are white, black, brown, red, Yellow, how can you not feel that enough is enough? Just because you might not walk in someone's shoes 
doesn't mean you can't feel someone's pain or understand someone's frustration or even their fear. And that has become so evident in the past 48 hours. This isn't just politics. This is human rights. Human rights for a fair life, fair opportunities, let alone the ability to feel safe to go outside for a run or maybe to the store to grab a carton of milk. Many of us that are white, we take that for granted. We really do. Jalen Rose said it best yesterday. In order for things to change, the movement needs to go beyond the black and white to have a voice. We need to stand together as one. We didn't do it with Martin. We didn't do it with Malcolm. Maybe it's, a t- it's, it's about time that we do it now. America needs to love black people as much as they love black culture. Marinate in that for a minute. Because I think that's one of the strongest things I've heard in the past 48 hours from Jalen Rose. America needs to love black people as much as they love the black culture. Because black lives do matter. Last night there were protests. And we watched them all unfold on television. Why are there protests? Because people are upset and angry that a man was killed due to the color of his skin in the year 2020. The wash, rinse, and repeat narrative is old. It's old to the African-American community. And you know what? It's old to me. Incident, outrage, nothing changes. Incident, outrage, nothing changes. And it's old. It's gotten old. The narrative is old. And on top of everything that we're experiencing from the pandemic and our economic climate, there's only so much a community, a nation can take. Atlanta, the CNN Center, destroyed. College Football Hall of Fame. In Minneapolis and St. Paul, there's a curfew. 350 troopers were not enough. Now, apparently, more are coming in today, and I'm, I'm terrified for tonight. I am absolutely terrified for the people in Minneapolis and St. Paul tonight. In Washington, D.C., protests outside the White House. 25 other cities, Boston, Chicago, Denver, Las Vegas, New Orleans, all over California, in Kentucky, Louisville, cops fired pepper, pell- pepper pellets at a TV journalist. Dallas, Houston, 200 arrests in Houston last night. And right here in our own backyard, Brooklyn protesters and police clashed outside of the Barclays Center. At least 70 people were, were arrested. The New York Police Department failed to de-escalate. If you saw the video... They used pepper spray on two state legislatures. It's kind of surprising to me. I'm sure it is to you as well. Shoved peaceful protesters, sent a young girl to the ER with seizures. And of course, Mayor de Blasio said that there will be a full review. So again, I say, America, we are broken. So how do we, how do we fix 
Can this be fixed? I don't know. Protests scare me. It's one thing to protest. It's another to riot. But the frustration and the anger and the resentment elevates protests to riots. It's a frightening time. But I think we we can spend this next hour having some interesting conversation and acknowledging that America is broken. And what can we do as black, brown, red, white, yellow as a community to make things better for everyone? I actually sat down last night. I did some research. What can I do better? How can, how can Anita be a better person? How can Anita contribute differently? And I have, I, I came up with some things that, um, that I'm going to share with you that I'm, I'm going to start doing. I'm going to start doing differently. 800-919-3776. I see the phone lines are lit. I would expect nothing less from this community. And I look forward to speaking to you next. Anita Marks with you. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Let's head out to our callers. Let's start with Jay. Jay, welcome in. Peace. Peace, peace to all my Muslims and Moors across the world. Everybody, peace. I love y'all. Sincerely. That's from me, our family, my ancestors, everybody. And just like Jalen Rose had spoke about, it dictates to where we come from, our forefathers, what was started in the beginning. We have to know the truth. We have to learn the truth. It's a lot of stuff that we don't have to do, that we have been doing, that we can do through paperwork. And those who know what I'm talking about, who are woke, understand. And it's one accord. It's one God, one nation, one liberty for all of us. Read those instructions. The Liberty Bell, Leviticus 25:10. It talks about freedom. It talks about freedom. I'm putting my life on the line, exposing myself right now because I love everybody. I cried today because I love people. And I just want us to all wake up. We the people, Anita. We the people. And we got to just go back to, to, to what was never ratified. And people who know what I'm talking about understand where I'm coming from. And um, we just need for it to come to the floor. And I pray that everybody just relax and allow certain things to, uh, to, to shall pass. Because with us fighting each other, that's what they want us to do. They want us to beat at each other's throats. Like you said, we the people, if we unite and realize that we, we, we all under the same pressure, under the same stress, ain't nobody fly right now. LeBron... Myself, you, Miss Anita, we all on the same playing field. We were grounded for the past two months. The only fly person is God. And he sat us down. And we have to listen to his word and hear him. Overall, I'm sorry for bringing religion to those who don't believe in God. But now that you believe, I love you, Miss Anita. 
You be blessed on purpose. And all those who are on this earth, be blessed on purpose. Thank you, Jay. Um, let's go to Anthony in Brooklyn. Anthony, welcome in. Hey, Anita. Thanks so much for having me. Um, so first, I just want to say that what happened in Minnesota was beyond horrific. And it's I'm glad that the police officer was arrested because it's all too often that we see police not acting right on camera and not seeing any consequences. But I also want to say that I don't think that it's insensitive or wrong to say that some of this that we don't want to see anymore may need to start with the black community. And what I'm referring to is that black on black crime happens eight to nine times as much as white on black crime happens. And no one seems to talk about that because in some circles, it doesn't really fit the narrative, but that's also something that needs to stop. And for, you know, I'm not so, I think that athletes who have a voice should say what they need to say and be vocal about what they need to say. But someone like LeBron James, who wants to talk about privilege and talk about how his people are being hunted when they walk out the house, he has white security guards. He has a white chef. He's more privileged than anybody almost in this country. So I yeah, think but, he, but, but Anthony, but Anthony, you know, here's the thing. And thank you for the phone call. Here's the thing, you know, Le- and and I understand where you're coming from in regard to LeBron, but you know, LeBron, Le, obviously LeBron's lifestyle and you know his experience in life from a very young age. I mean, I, I remember watching LeBron James play basketball when he was in high school. His high school games were televised, and he was riding around in a Hummer. And yeah, his experience much different than you know. M- a number of African-American experiences. But the thing with LeBron James is that he does have a platform and he does have a stage and he does have a powerful voice. So even though, even though his experiences are not the same, um, his voice speaks very loudly in regard to trying to, to help make change and, and write what is so wrong in the world. Let's go to Mike in Brooklyn. Mike, welcome in. Anita, how are you? I'm I'm pretty emotional this afternoon, Mike, I, to be honest with you. I hear you. I hear you. Listen, I'm a huge fan of yours. Me and Chris Canty go back a little bit. I'm a cop in Brooklyn for 23 years. And just hear me out, please, for one second. Mm-hmm. I agree with 99% of the stuff you're telling me. And I'm going to say it right now. From the second that video was 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 put out, that cop should have been in, in cuffs, one million percent. Okay, a hundred million percent. He should have been in cuffs. That's where they screwed up. They did not lock him up right away, and they should have. Maybe all this rioting would have stopped. But I have to quote you from before when you said that the NYPD failed last night. I, I love you, but I got to tell you, you're dead wrong. Here's why. Did you? Did you did you see? Okay, but really quick, Mike, and, and don't and don't go any don't go anywhere. Don't I don't I, I want to have this conversation with you. The the video of mm-hmm. of a, a cop. There's a there's a protester on the street. He's not he's not throwing a bottle. He's not throwing um, a rock. He's on the street. Cop car drives by and purposely opens his opens door. The door. Opens the door. What, I what, I what about the, the 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 little the the young the young African American girl? She must have been ninety five pounds, soaking wet, and the police officer pushes her. She hits her head along the curb. Apparently, right. reports are she was having seizures, and she had to be immediately in, in, into the ER. 
Okay, okay, so let me just stop you right there. 100% that door, incident bad. That girl spit in the cop's face, and she didn't have a mask on. And here she's telling everybody she had a mask on. If you look at the video, she's lying. She spit in the cop's face. She should have been arrested, not thrown to the floor, correct? Especially with COVID going on. But just hear yeah, me out. If, yeah, yes, but, yeah. You're, just, Mike, just hear me you, out. Mike, if, she, said, if she spit, yes, with COVID going on, if she right, spit in, in anyone's face, face anyone's right. face, she should have been arrested. She should have, she, and she deserves but not to be pushed, put on not pushed to, not pushed to, I mean, the cop looked like he was, yeah, uh, what, yeah. two, 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 oh five, two ten. She looked like she was 95 right. pounds soaking wet. Right. Uh, I hear. But when you said before they failed to, to, um, to, to stop a peaceful protest, there was no peaceful protest last night, Anita. They were burning out cars. They were throwing urine at us. They were doing everything. How is that peaceful? Peaceful is 2,000 people marching down a block holding hands and signs. And we're going to stand back and do it. But when they're throwing feces and urine at us, do you want that cop that has to go home to his mom and dad and children to stand there and do nothing? No, you of course look, not. Please, please Anita. I, again, of course I not. Love you. Mike, I'm just, Mike, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, you gotta look at oh, both sides. You can't make oh, a statement like that. Mike, Mike, the video that was shown, the video mm-hmm. that was shown yeah. for me and a number of people right. was a, a very, was, it was a very aggressive look for the New York Police Department. Yeah. Against uh, uh, against people that at that point in time looked yeah. like they were they weren't writing they were protesting. And, and with that said, that was two out of five hundred videos that showed them going bananas on us. And it wasn't race last night. If you look at those videos from Brooklyn last night, seventy five percent of the protesters were white. So why are they going with this whole race thing? They were white last night. Look at the videos. That's all I'm asking is, please, just look at both sides, Anita. I- I'm still going to listen to you every day. I still I still l- listen to you guys all the time. Just please do me a favor. you got to see both sides, please. I- I'm not. Uh, Mike, thank you for the phone call. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm not. Listen, I'm not. I'm not if, if that's the only thing. Here's the thing, Mike. If that's the only thing you took away from what I said when I opened up my show. <clears throat> I'm not saying I'm not saying that the New York Police Department was was so in the wrong. I just in, based on the video and the reporting from the Barclay Center, one would hope that the that the New York Police Department would de-escalate the situation better. <clears throat> That's my point. Sal, Nas, B, Glenn, Dave, I see you guys. I'm getting a little choked up here. I need some water. I'm going to take a break. We come back. Like I said, I did some research because I looked in the mirror myself and said, what, what, what can I do better? I'm, I'm, you know, (laughs) full transparency. I'm terrified now to walk out my apartment at night based on what we've seen the past two nights all over the country. Um, But what, what, what can I do in other areas, what can I do in another regard um, to help the 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 issue that we have in society right now when it comes to minority and African Americans? <clears throat> and I will share what I uncovered. And again, maybe it's my um, maybe it's my uh, 
<laughs> these months run together. It's May, right? We're going into June. Maybe this is my, my June resolution in regard to <clears throat> how I can be different and what I can do differently to help. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Said Kyrie, our producer, he's back in the studio. So Kyrie, um, I, I just, I want to, I want to, I'm sorry, Ty. Kyrie is at home answering the phones. Ty is at the studio. So Ty, I, I do want to um, hear your thoughts. And, and, and so for folks who don't know, you know, uh, Ty and I really have not had an opportunity because you were producing the um, Dave Rothenberg show. You and I have not had an opportunity to really discuss all that's been going on the past 48 hours. But before we do, I just want to share with you. So like I said, I, I, you know, I don't know about everybody else, but like I haven't been sleeping. I, I just, I, I, I like, I try, I can't. Like I, I'm an emotional wreck. I really am. True transparency right now. I, I really am. And, um, and I'm doing some soul searching. And, uh, and so I, I did some read, like what, what can I do to, 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 to make a difference? If I'm not out there protesting, okay, because I'm scared. I'm being honest. I'm scared. I'm frightened. The whole thing frightens me. So here's a few things that I uncovered, Ty. Number one, <clears throat> make sure your local police department currently outfits all on-duty police officers with a body-worn camera and requires that body-worn camera to be turned on immediately when officers respond to a police call. If they don't, write to your city or town government representatives and police t- chief to advocate for it. And I know for a fact uh, that there are, depending on the county you live in, some police officers can turn off their cameras and some police officers are not allowed by law. So um, look into that. Look into your county. Make sure that police officers cannot turn off their, uh, their, their, their camera, their body-worn cameras. Number two, stories of black folks encountering racism. They're documented. We live in this day and age of social media, whether it's a hotel, a restaurant, police, coffee shop, school. Mm-hmm. When you see such a post, call the organization, call the company. Um, tell them that you're upset. If you can, if you have a platform, share, share, share what's happened so that more people are aware. Number three, donate to anti-white supremacy work. Um, such as your local Black Lives Matter chapter, Color of Color of Change, A New Way of Life, and Dream Defenders. Also, I read the other day, did you know this, Ty, that Colin Kaepernick, um, his, his Know Your Right Camp mm-hmm. legal defense, um, he's offering to pay lawyers, he's offering to pay the, the, the fees for lawyers for people um, who were arrested in Minnesota for protesting. Yep, I did see that the other day. So, um, so if, if you do, I mean, again, I, I know a lot of us, as I said earlier, you know, one of, out of every four people are unemployed right now, but if you have the funds, donate to the anti-white supremacy groups. Um, again, Black Lives Matter chapter, Color of Change, A New Way of Life, and Dream Defenders. Support black businesses. You know, very interesting. I have a... I have friends of mine who, uh, when they go, they buy a car every three years. And when they go buy a car, they will go to, they will call a dealership and they will request a female, um, uh, salesperson. Um, you know, just to kind of give that, give the female the business. Do the same for African Americans. Support black businesses. Find them on We Buy Black, the Black Wallet, and official Black Wall Street. 
right to state legislate legislators. I don't know why I have a hard time with that word. Um, um, this is interesting. This is interesting to decriminalize weed. Why? It's not because more black people smoke more weed than white people. I, I, I doubt that. I know just as many white people who, who smoke weed as black people. Here's the thing, though. Black Americans are arrested for marijuana possession far more frequently than whites are. And it's it's legal in a lot of states. Now, this was interesting. Have you ever seen Orange is the New Black? You ever see that show? I have. I started it. I never finished it. So this is another thing that I came across. Watch Orange is the New Black. Why? The information the author shares about the ease with which one can be charged with conspiracy to sell drugs and the damage done from long sentences that don't fit the crime due to the mandatory minimum sentencing. Um, I really like this one because, you know, my nephew, I call him Judah Buddha. He's, uh, he's going to be two this year. And then my sister just had a, a baby shower for my sister on zoom the other day. So I have another nephew who's due in about a week. His name is going to be Asa. So two boys, how lucky am I buy books, choose TV shows and movies and opt for toys for kids, nieces, nephews, etc. that show people from different races, religions, countries, and teach the re- to teach them about real American history. And last but not least, if you have a close friendship with a young person of color, make sure he or she knows how much you love them. Love and affirm that child. Just a few things that I came across last night while I was doing some soul searching and, and, and Googling and whatnot. Um, and I'm, I'm going to try to do a lot of these things, Ty. I really am because, you know, I think we, I think we all need to be better. We all need to be better. Again, black, white, brown, yellow, red. We all need to come together as one and be better or nothing is going to change. Um, I do want to get back to the calls, but I, I would, I would love to hear your thoughts before we do. You're right. We're all, we all need to be better. It's not just about tweeting your MLK quotes. It's about doing something that can contribute to lessening the gap between, you know, the, the different groups of people. And what we've learned the last couple of days is that there are some who are more outraged by the protest than they are by the, the video of a man handcuffed being executed in broad daylight on camera. And I, I think what this comes down to is what we're learning is that for some, there is no, there is never going to be a right way for black people to protest. I, I think there is enough evidence for us to come to that conclusion. We saw Colin Kaepernick peacefully kneel during an NFL game. What happened after that? He was essentially fired from his position as the, as the quarterback of the Niners, never to be seen again in the NFL. We've seen it up close and personal that you send out a tweet. We don't want you race baiting on Twitter. Talk about it on Sports Talk Radio. I didn't really come here to hear that. I don't want your politics. I just mentioned Colin Kaepernick kneeled during the national anthem because he's protesting on behalf of social inequality, racial injustice, and police brutality. And what did we do? We found reasons to impugn his character, the shirt he's wearing, the socks he's wearing. Oh, what is his girlfriend saying? How about this? We, we saw the, the people in Minnesota 
protesting. They're met with tear gas and, and, and being arrested. Now we see them rioting and there's a whole conversation as again, as I said, about why they're doing this. They're dishonoring the, the, the legacy and the memory of George Floyd. Regardless of what you do, you're, you're never, for those people I'm talking about, you're never going to find a right way for black people to protest. So just admit that that's what the case is and then we can move forward. So that's what the, that, that is what's most infuriating to me. We are a couple of days removed from this happening and the conversation doesn't feel like it's going anywhere because we're going to be heartbroken. We're going to be saddened. We're going to get over this in a couple of weeks and then we'll be right back to where we started. Um, and, and that's why, uh, when I opened up the show, you know, that narrative wash, rinse, repeat is old incident outrage and then nothing changes. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe the, the, where we are as a society right now, like I said, I just, I feel like it's the most horrific storm that has been created. You and I were talking about it in the break this morning. I, I, I worked out with a friend of mine and, you know, we just, Obviously, while we're working out, we're talking about the events that have transpired last night in the last 48 hours. And, you know, we just sat there and said, how did we get here? And like, how do we get here so quickly? It's like it's like life as we know it or we knew it. Like took a, took a left turn. It wasn't even like a, a cul-de-sac. It was just like an it was like a quick left turn. And it's one thing after another. And, and, and because it's, it's combustible, like, like it's, it, we've gotten to that point and then on, and then this. And, and I, it's just, it has to change. But that's the part, Anita, that so many people in these disenfranchised communities just have a hard time coming to, to grips with and understanding that even in the midst of a national crisis, we are still not safe. We're already dealing with, and I don't want to get too much into like the socioeconomic issues that you know the virus is hitting the the black community at a higher clip. But that's but but that's but but Ty, that's part of it. That's what I'm saying. It's part that's of the part of it. That's pr- why the, that's why it has escalated to where we are right now because it, it's just this isn't just like you know an an incident that happened. This is an incident that happened with George Floyd on top of. Everything else that our country and our world is going through, which has contributed to all of this built up frustration. And I'm not sure I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and condone looting and rioting. But what I will say is for all the people out there who are questioning how productive this can be. You had an issue every step of the way when it came to protesting. So much so, let's go back 60 years ago. uh, Someone who who protested, you know, a civil disobedience became the most hated man in America. So at no step of the way, there is no point to where you feel like there's a right way to protest. You, you can't question it. You, you can't question the looting and the rioting if there is no view of how it should be done. And I don't think you can tell someone, and it's someone who is being oppressed, how they should go about you know, asserting what their message is or, or delivering uh, their feelings to the public because clearly what has happened previously isn't all that effective. So now you have to find a way to get your message heard. And unfortunately, we are living in a time where it's not the most conducive to what we're doing. It, it is, it, it's resulting in tensions being increased. 
But we got to find a way to, to bridge that gap. And it starts with having a conversation, not just for people who look like me because I'm an African-American, but for people like you, Anita, who's not black, and having that conversation here on radio, which I, I applaud you for. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.